0: I remember this album, yo. Went to DC, I was bumping this shit. Such a good song. This is my DC album. this Shit was so fun though. It's such a great album. I think this is probably my favorite album
1: by him. When he told me the truth even if it really hurt, cause you knew lie was That's love. No, I you it. let me borrow yeah. money that you didn't really have, cause you knew what I was worth. That's, that's love. love. Ay. When I was at my worst, you oh, we saw saw that's love, yeah. Told me how to help others and through that discover how to put myself first. And here we are again,
0: just confronting fears. the pain on gain a bunch of tears. Blood, sweats and tears probably disappear. When smoke starts to clear, they resistance near. Pay attention to the folks who are fan of the flames. They're the ones who met matter most in the gravity
1: game. When stakes weigh you down, uh. and they stay around to pick up pieces, and you off the ground. that's, that's love, love. See.
0: This is Cedric. This is Ben. And we're through the crate. Digging through cultural and current events through the hip-hop lens.
1: Let's get to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's love.
0: It's all That's love. It's love.
1: It's always love when, you know, you get on the mic, but through the crate.
0: You know what I'm saying? When the family's in the building. You know what I'm saying? That's love. It's love.
1: It's always love. Uh, love. man, we got a lot to talk about. We Got we lots do. to talk about. We have a whole agenda do going we? on. I thought
0: we just hop in here and just start talking so shit.
1: All right, well let's just do it. Fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, I'm out. I thought we
0: just talked about that's love. It is love. It's all love. Um, it is what it is. If it's not, then what is it?
1: Exactly. All um, right, well, you know. Welcome um, back, guys. Thank you for back, checking everybody. us
0: again. You know, uh, we're right back at this bitch. What is this number? 92. Two?
1: 90. 92. Damn! Eight Damn, episodes away Gina. from 100.
0: 100. Hundred. 100. 100. <laughs> 100. 100. But here we are today with number 92. So, you know. <laughs> We're gonna hop right back into it. What do we got today? We got some music? Um, we got some.
1: Yeah, we're actually, we're gonna switch it up. We're gonna try a different format. Let's just do it.
0: Oh my God. Um, is this, are, you, are you gonna be going off about new format alert? New
1: format. I mean, we gotta try new things to try and get new listeners and, got, and, and keep our listeners happy. You know what I mean? We gotta innovate. We gotta change. We gotta make sure that we flow with the times. You know what I'm saying?
0: I hate change. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, I've been killing it on the board. This oh <laughs> last... my god, it was so tight last episode. Last episode, right?
0: <laughs> it was so good, right? If you guys missed last episode, what the fuck are you even doing? Like, go listen to go
1: it. Go listen to. We interviewed Brianna, Bri- Brianna,
0: Brianna, Brianna, oh, hey. <laughs> she's gonna slap the. But shit you know why? Because her t- last t- name is Capone, and she a boss.
1: Hey, boss talk. Anyway, um, that was a great interview, and I was on point with the fucking board. It was great. Um, but now we're going to talk about some music. Somebody, actually, that uh, Brianna wanted to talk uh, to work with.
0: Let's yeah. go ahead
1: and talk about... She said
0: this was her BD.
1: Her baby daddy, for real?
0: I don't know. I'm just,
1: I was no. about to say, why are you putting words in <laughs> her mouth? Don't do that.
0: <laughs> Boss girl, come over here and slap that ass up. I don't mean it, all right? I know you got that pink cocaine. I'm sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're going to talk about A Boogie with the hoodie. Hey! Uh, and his album, Hoodie Season. And we have already admitted that the only reason why we're talking about this is because it went number one. Yes. Well, it
0: went number one, and then also uh, Ms. Capone talked about it yes last yeah. week, and we did review his first project.
1: Yeah, but did we ever listen to his first project after that?
0: We did talk about it on the podcast. But we listened to it, so I guess we'll talk about it, right? Um. So apparently, it came out in 2018. Was not on my radar. It did. What you Yeah, it dropped last year, guys. December. Why are we talking about it now then? Because it just went number one in its second week.
2: Oh, okay. I get what that makes sense.
0: What do you mean we talked week? about this, huh? Oh my god. So apparently, my co-hosts are all smoking too much weed. Mm, I don't smoke weed. Um, um, oh, I didn't hear a no from Ben. Whoa, Ben, oh. what up, though? What up, Ben? Whoa. Ben, again, oh, he still ain't said shit. Oh, get up, don't <laughs> oh, okay. get up. No, yeah. just,
2: okay, just so, <laughs> so the album went to number one, but like one of the things that I was talking to you two about was the fact that it went number one with super low sales,
0: yes, because it was its second week and nothing else released,
2: yeah, yeah. It was like perfect timing.
0: <sighs> it doesn't it doesn't happen that often that an no. album goes number one in its
2: second week.
1: It doesn't? Huh. Oh. I don't know these things. I don't know numbers like that. Or yeah, like I mean, the- some
2: some albums have like the slow burn and like they come out, their first week numbers aren't even that great and then right. radio play goes through the roof and
0: Yeah, so I mean, yeah, mo- most projects lose anywhere from like sixty to seventy percent of their sales in the first week. Yes. That's okay. just How it works Go to any movie premiere Album Release You're losing 60% first week Gotcha That's normal mm. This one did the same Normal shit But still was number one Because nothing else came out So here we are Talking about mm-hmm. it guys They boogie with honey.
1: What up <laughs>
0: So we've been talking About this shit Ain't nobody said shit About the music yet Trust me What's up What you think
1: Uh
0: just so, give me a quick, you know... W- I mean, it that. went
1: number one with 827 copies sold. Isn't that what it said? Isn't that yeah, weird? Yeah, it was like... Um, but yeah... Like physical, every, physical, it, physical, physical, physical oh, okay. copies.
2: Guys. All correct. This was a 2018 release. Yes. It's been <laughs> out for a long time.
0: And I was selling Wolf tickets, apparently. Yeah, I don't
1: know. <laughs> um, so, about the music... Um, <laughs> yeah, because that's yeah. what we're here
0: for. <laughs>
2: Um, Well, you know,
0: (laughs) no one has said anything yet about the music of this album. We're all just circling the fucking bush. We're all just like, I don't know what the another euphemism is that's used for you know not beating beating a dead horse. We're Um, uh, number one,
1: I guess, because we're not sure, (laughs) but we're not sure no
0: words on the music because
1: you're talking. And I was trying to. I'm hot, yo. I'm layered up like okay. a motherfucker.
0: It's cold out um,
1: there. So I think the music was. I, I don't know. I don't like what he talks about.
0: Okay, um, okay. That is a that is a, a key point there. I wanna I wanna give Tressie some props there for not attacking the person, mm-hmm. but attacking the message.
1: Right. I'm not a big fan of what he talks about, probably because I can't relate to it. It seems like he's had a lot of issues with women and not being able to trust women.
0: Um, mm-hmm. He did something like, I'm only 22. I've just started using my dick, or I haven't I haven't had fun with it yet. He said some shit like that in there.
1: Hmm. Well, yeah, <laughs> there was, I mean... Yeah, that was, that was, that was and definitely that's fine. And I guess that's probably why I can't relate to, to the music. I'm I'm starting to realize, like, yes, I am an old head.
0: You've um, been using your dick for longer than he's been alive. I've
1: been using my vagina. don't have a dick, but... Um, Figuratively. Yes, I guess. Figuratively. Um... He, he talks about that a lot. I mean, I don't know if I would say he's got cool melodies because I don't really hear a lot of melody. I hear, or not,
0: a, I mean. So I, I get where you're going with that one. I mean? And that is probably the one piece that I can give him some credit for. Yeah. Is that he is melodic. Yes. And. Okay. Whereas a lot of the contemporaries, tend to switch on the auto-tune and hit maybe one of, like, three notes. Mm-hmm. He hits those notes. He'll hit a few more than those mm-hmm. main three notes in, in, in the scale when he's when he's rapping. He'll hit more than those three.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's all I got. I mean, that's... <laughs> that's <laughs>
1: I mean, all he does, he goes from one octave to another. That's it.
0: That's why I say,
1: like, I don't hit. Oh
0: yeah, that's that Travis th- Scott thing. He he does that so, when he start Yeah, and
1: then yeah. he'll
0: go up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I what he does. That, that. that. that's, that's his thing. But we are both ending with a na na. That's his thing. Um, um, but he does use more than three notes.
1: Yes, okay, I'll give it to him. So I actually like when I started doing it I was like, let me look up the definition to to melody one more time. Ooh.
0: Just so, you know what I mean? What Just, did Webster have to say about that? It
1: says like things, well, I also look, looked uh I looked it up and I was like, okay, so I shouldn't say he doesn't have good melodies cuz he or anything that he doesn't use melody cuz melody's pretty easy to get to like to have. I think the, there's no harmony, there's no musicality to it whenever his, he uses his voice.
0: See, that's a totally different, different thing there. Yeah. And that's why when
1: I th- hear him and he just goes from one octave to the other one, it's just like you're just trying... And, and that's what everyone does. Um, because it's like you you get a chance to like chill out when he's on the lower one. And then you party at the other one. You know what I'm saying? It's There's always a one, two, three, uh... And then you just go into to pardon your ass off. So that's what these songs are, and that's like kind of what there's there's just there's a there's a a simplicity to it that yeah. a lot of people are keeping with their music just because it's easier to, to I want to say to perform that way um, to keep people engaged that way. So that's fine, but it's just not. It doesn't keep me engaged because I I see the plan already. Um, another thing I, I want, I think
0: I wanted to say is that, uh, Can I just add on to that yeah, point yeah, you literally ahead. just made? The song Swervin', the one with, um, 6ix9ine, mm-hmm. I think is a key indicator of that thing you're talking about, where he's literally just going from the lower or the mid register mm-hmm. to the higher register, mm-hmm. and that is internal, and that is just his energy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in the lower register for the song Swerving, which is a pretty mellow song. Mm-hmm. And then 6 9 comes out of nowhere. Sticking with the boogie, yeah, all sticky, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, a Boogie comes out. It's like, oh, shit, okay, 6 Nine's there. Then I gotta go to the minor. And he just goes yeah. straight to the higher register. Mm-hmm. And it's like, instead of him actually bringing more energy to the track, he just goes up an octave. He hits mm-hmm. the octave switch.
1: Yeah, so that's why I'm just like, I, I understand it, I get it. But it's just, there's nothing... There's no um, complexity to it, so it's not not. It doesn't challenge my ears, and that's why I'm I'm not a big fan of it. Um, and then he also did that. It was it was kind of, it kind of hurt my ears to hear him do the brat that 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 brat
0: What song was it? Brat that that. See, that's, that's melodic.
1: It's not his melody, but he also used it really weird. Is that Michael
0: Jackson? Yes. <laughs>
1: So he used that. And I just, oh, Billy Jean. So it was weird. But that's just, I mean, I listened to it and I, I was just like, why are we listening to this? And I understand that, yes, we reviewed his first album. But it, th- this this music just was not for me.
0: So this album is a major studio release. It's hip hop. 20 late 2018 early 2019 it's a young guy it's his second album. it's so contemporary. I think I think that's my biggest issue with it is that it's so right now and he's pushing zero boundaries. He's like trying absolutely nothing new. he's not really thinking outside of the box at all. He's like all right I'm making a rap album. I got this much money on my budget for producers this much for features. I got Offset. I got Tyga. I got Juice World. You know what I'm saying? I got mm. I got PnB Rock. I got Nav. I got Young Thug. Like I got all these people who are like, I got Six Nine. Like I got all these people yeah, yeah, yeah. on my shit who are popping right now because yeah. I want to sell an album right now and I want an album to be hot right now. Like, there's no staying power in this thing at all, um, because there's just, there's just nothing unique about it. You know, if I was the like, yo, what makes a boogie a boogie? I couldn't tell you like he it's it he's literally just middle of the road for this generation, and it's not like, oh my God, this guy is terrible, it's just there's no effort to be special,
2: yeah, I think one of the things that gets me is like, why should I listen to this yes. versus you know other people,
0: right, like a future or a thug who actually on their projects, generally do try to do something outside of the box. Mm -hmm. This was very comfortable. This was very... Eh. Yeah. It was very eh. But at week's number one.
1: Yeah. And I think we need to probably refrain from speaking about albums that we're not going to give any good feedback on. (laughs) Um, Because, I mean, I don't think there was anything good. When I was listening to this, there wasn't really much that I caught on to that I liked, that I you know what I mean? Yeah. I so mean I th-
2: like I I just really don't connect with them that much. Yeah, so I don't. they're we don't have nothing nice to thing, say because sometimes like it at all. Y- you know the the way that people talk about music sometimes is like, oh if you're a fan of this person, you'll like their album that came out. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like it's on brand or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um because I never really connected with it, like I can't Yeah. Can't really get into it.
0: Um, But there's. It's it's like 20 songs and it's only like half an hour long. Yeah, the songs
1: are very short. They're
0: all so short. Radio play. And he's young. And I remember with his first album, we were like, okay, we can see maybe where he's got some growth or. This showed none of that growth. Um, You messed up my segue. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Try it again. No, it's okay. <laughs> that was my reverse sound that was not there. It is.
2: We have a button for that. Um,
1: <laughs> no, because you said it doesn't resonate or something like that. What did you say? It didn't touch you or something. <laughs> a boogie didn't touch you.
2: Point, <laughs> point to the doll. <laughs> Praise <Boy>. the Lord.
1: <laughs> anyway, I was going to say somebody that you did. guys. That did yeah. touch you, and where you pointed on the doll, uh, <laughs> uh, future, right?
0: Future Hendrix. Future God. Hendrix. I'm sorry. Get My his bad. name right.
1: The Wizard. Talk about that shit. Go.
2: Did
0: Did anyone
2: <laughs> see this coming?
0: No, I didn't see it coming.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I guess I need to get more. Uh, used to this
1: point on the doll where you saw it coming. <laughs>
2: I'm mad that she just gave herself applause, <laughs> but
1: that's what happens when you control the board
2: mm. yeah, so uh, one thing about this there was just one line in the album, and I think he said, uh well, he, shit she said right I now. freestyle every day. Yeah, like that, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I need to like remember that he's always making new music, always." Yes, that because he, he does. And um, I was I was surprised by this, and there was there was a big push like all around. There was there's talk about it on social media. Um, the streaming, the streaming uh, services were highlighting it. It's like God, I gotta see what the wizard's all about. Right. And it's like going back to what we said, like it's a very, to me, it was like a very future project. Like he, it, it's, it actually feels a weird. It doesn't seem like he strays from a bunch of things. It's like he double downs on, doubles down on so much. He's like, you know, trapping drugs, girls. And he just has a way that makes it sound fun. Because there, I'm I'm watching through it. I'm like I'm looking at like the the words that he's saying. Cause I'm going along with the lyrics and And I'm like, well, he's not like breaking like huge ground or anything. But he's he makes it. He just puts it together in such a an engaging way that you're like, man, I feel like partying. I feel like you know, getting crunk. <laughs> yeah.
0: So. I was very interested to hear Ben's take on this. Yeah. Uh, because we were talking about some uh, a completely different album, and Ben was like, oh, my God, I got on this Future, and I've just kind of been listening to it. So I was listening to it also, and I didn't really know what to expect. And in case you guys don't know, I, I am a Future fan. I do enjoy Future's music for the most part, but I'm also pretty critical of Future shit. Um because he's had some good shit in the past and he's had some really lazy shit in the past. This caught me off guard not so much for what Future was doing, but on the production side. He had some different producers on this one. Um, it wasn't like your normal Zaytoven and Metro. Like, he had... Take key was on a bunch of these tracks. Yeah, yeah. Tay-Keith? Um, hey Take keith, Tay keith. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, 808... Anyway, Mafia was on here. Like, There's different producers on here. And I think that helped make this be different. And it's really hard for me, I think, in the current uh, realm of hip hop with the contemporary shit to be like, okay, I like this and I don't like this and this is why. Because a lot of the shit does sound the same. And so when I hear something like this, it it reminds me why certain people have been around for so long and why they're still their name still comes up people like future like young thug because yeah. even though yes they are like right here in the game right now you know putting out music that is very right now the way they do it is still pushing the envelope for what people are doing right now mm-hmm. um and future does that mainly vocally i think um, on some of these different style of beats I mean he does I'm trying to think of the song where he just has the crazy ass ad-libs where it's just like you just like feel the the fucking the the fucking song going on I think it's I think it's uh talk shit like a preacher he's just like the ad-libs are just like insane like in the vibe of the song as he's going through the whole song you're just like you're right on top of the track and it is creative what he's doing with some of these songs. Um, some of it is some of that singy, songy, auto tune, future stuff. Mm-hmm. But man, some of this shit is like next level shit. Uh,
2: I I I have I have one thing to say about that. Like when you say when you talk about the production, one thing that struck me was how familiar it was because it was like this is the this is a sound of the times. Like, these are the people putting out a lot of these big songs. So, I will... I... Like, it was an afterthought that it wasn't some of the old producers that he worked with very consistently because I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I hear Take Keith all the time, you know, like... Like... And it's funny. I'm getting so used to, like, these uh, intros for, like, productions when I hear things like, oh, Southside. It's like, man, I'm, like, in... I'm in this, right? So... There was... Production that was familiar, but, like, he was dealing with it. And I think I'll actually draw a little contrast between this and, like, Boogie With Hoodie, whereas, like, when you see the Futures on certain albums, you're like, oh, well, they're pulling in all these people that are hot right now. And it's like, I need, like, I need help with that. Futures putting, he's showing off a little bit of, like, I can adapt to new sounds. Like, you bring, it's not... In the sense of like, oh, we got to have that million dollar beat. We got to have this person. Right. So, if you put me in with this person, we will make something good. Because I know how to work with yeah. whatever.
0: I mean, that that song Unicorn Purp with Young Thug and Gunna. It's fucking fin- it was a great song. Like, And I'm not a huge Gunna fan. <laughs> I mean, I know he blew up this past year. He's got that
1: one song that I like. Yeah.
0: When it comes to those
1: artists, like I, I, as I said before in Future, I only like... They're like radio hits,
0: but go but ahead. But th- this song, mm-hmm. "Unicorn Perp" with Young Thug and Gunna, the flows on it, the melodies is kind of how we were talking about a boogie, just kind of being boring and just kind of whatever melodic. the The way that they like go at each other in this song with like who's gonna have the most creative, like not just melody, but like rhythmic nature to the voice. And it, you have to understand kind of what this new wave of hip-hop is. It's not just like, oh my god, these are the dopest lyrics. But it's like, who's got the dope melody? Who's got the cadence? To really make this track sound greater than it was just as a beat. Like, how mm-hmm. can I put my voice on top of it and make it more than just the beat that it was before? And I feel like Future does that really well. And that that track with, uh, with Young Thug and Gunna looks like hit on the head too cuz they they all came with it and it's it's pretty good um but this is this is again how i feel after like two or three listens and it literally just came out a couple days ago so yeah. i'll revisit it in a week and see how it goes but um for right now i'm feeling pretty good i was bumping that shit drinking and shit what was it friday night it's
2: great well one thing one thing about this album is like i feel like you listen to it and it's easier to be like whoa you know i like i like what's going on here you know it doesn't feel like work to go back into it because you you listen to it initially and you're like oh man this is this is nice like i got a good flow i'm feeling good about it and he's uh like you know a lot of it i feel he he just revisits like the old topics or whatever um when you pay i mean there there is a little bit of like yo this is what's going on in my life right now One of the things that I don't think that he like this is, like this nobody's gonna mistake this for like a woke album or anything. No, no, not at all. And I he's, uh, I think that one of the things that I noticed is that he's not really self. He doesn't seem like he's self critical, you know, in this. And when we what was that last project that he did? Beast Mode Two. Oh yes, yes, yes. Peaceful too. So like one of the, I mean, the standout track to me was like "I Hate the Real Me," and I was like, "Oh, you know, like he's really like looking back, like man, these are like this is like things I don't like about myself." True, yeah. These problems that I see with myself. I think he with a lot like this album. is twenty tracks, and he's just like so much of it that's like, "Fuck all that! I'm the top. I'm the trendsetter. I am at the top of this shit, and everyone wants to be me. Everyone wants to be with me."
0: I mean, he hmm. said he said in an interview he quit he quit lean, but you couldn't tell from listening to his music. because He didn't want his fans to look at him any differently.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe it's, like, it's a familiar thing, like you know, rappers stop selling drugs and they still rap about true selling drugs.
1: That is true, but I think it's still weird. Like so, then that also um, that says something about society mm-hmm. or, or something about your fan base.
0: Right, you're afraid to tell them you quit drugs because you don't want them to think you're not cool anymore. Like so, that's it's a problem.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's really really weird. It's a problem. But you know, different discussion for a different day, possibly.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, still future Hendrix.
1: Nice. Well, um, from one king to another. Hey, <laughs> let's talk about big cricks. Uh, big albums. cricks. Fritz album, <laughs> big t- big twix,
0: big Hicks tits for- album coming yeah. out soon. Hicks
1: for kids. All right.
0: <laughs> Nothing's working. You muted it. There it is. Uh, um, <laughs> <sorry>.
1: <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, let's talk about that. That uh, would you, would we call it an album or would we just call it like an EP A
2: compilation? Compilation of EPs? Of EPs. Yeah. Of EPs. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like EP length, but it's
1: because it's it has it doesn't have a song from every other thing that cuz Trifecta came out what was on Trifecta the name of the album is TDT. but he it, the the album has songs from other things that he's released like earlier than this project so um i mean you've got energy learn from texas pick yourself up Glorious 100 higher. Look what I got in 4 the 3. The only one that I remember that came out before this is Energy. Oh yeah. Any of those other ones come out before that?
2: Um which ones? Cedric says yes.
1: I
0: think he's looking at. Uh, pretty much all of them.
2: Yeah. But he was, he'd been playing around with like uh, different
0: Higher Glorious Look What I Got came out on Thrice. True. That's X. true. On Double Down, Learn from Texas, and Pick Yourself Up came out.
1: Yep, that's true. So it's just all together.
0: It's this is pretty much a him putting together all his previous releases from twenty
2: eighteen.
1: I don't get it. But why does that make sense?
2: Well, I think he's just playing around with like how he's going to put it out. I think that part of it is like, uh, what was, you know, when he went as far as making a double album, that was. That was big, but it was kind of a, like, not really how people are approaching music. And uh, with, with this nature of, like, if you make something, just put it out and you can monetize it. And True. And I was listening to the songs when they came out and I was like, this is really good. It seems like he's got really good thing building. And I had this thought, I was like, why isn't he making another album? He he's one of the people that can do it. He can make good music, and he's got the knowledge, like, up and down of, like, you know, producing, mm-hmm. rapping, yada, yada, yada. He mm-hmm. can make anything as a one-man team. So I was like, okay, you can make music. You make some good music. Like, why isn't it, like, one cohesive package?
1: Right. And But I, I still don't understand why I put all that music out and then... Your your 2019 release, quote unquote, is a bunch of music that you put out.
0: So, so I think part previously. of it also is the fact that now he's no longer on a major.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's completely independent now. He's self-releasing, mm-hmm. and at least the feel I got from this project and the songs that he released, even though he did put them together, was um was really all about his fans. Mm. You know, a lot of these these songs, for me, were, if you like Big Crit, you'll fuck with it. Right. If you don't know who Big Crit is and you're just learning.
1: This is probably not for you. This you should probably, probably go somewhere else. Yeah, you know what I mean? To listen and first and then come back.
0: Yeah, so so for me, it's I feel like he was releasing songs, like we even talked about some of the songs he released before as right. teasers, and now he kind of put them all in one place. Mm-hmm. And now, as fans of Big Crit, we have a place to just say, "Yo, here's Big Crit music. I can listen to these eight songs, and it's delicious. Kind of like spilled beer on a couch. Tastes great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How does that taste great? <laughs>
0: um, I hated that. No, but but so this this for me was really all about um, Big Crit serving his his base. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Trump going to a fucking rally and preaching about a oh, wall God. or some shit. I know I'm drumming the gun, but yeah. but <laughs> this is this is pretty much the same shit. This is Big Crit standing on fuck of a on fuck of a on top of a fucking old school Chevy, bumping out the fucking woofers to his fans.
1: I get it. I still just don't. I mean, I I guess I don't get
0: it. Independently, though, so yeah, he, he has I no major. It's just here's a way you can consume my music if you are my fans. The sales of this and the streams of this will probably help to fund my next full length project.
1: That's fine. Why but why are we doing here's three, here's three, here's three, and now here put all those three well, together. I here. think
2: I think the, the Did way you just I try s- and explain that? Yes. Yeah, I, the I, I see then I like, don't get it. Let's make some money, like as we're going along so that we can stay viable and like put but those keep, well it's not so not like the, when you're with a major or whatever they put up money up front and then right, you do right. all Right, I get stuff.
1: that you're making money as you go along so what what is the point because those those songs are still making money as you go along what is the point of putting them all together in one thing
0: so you didn't even remember that a lot of the songs from this uh-huh. are the ones for that he released. So earlier. that's what you think so is you one of the things. So you put them all together. You have a whole release and say all these songs are now out. People who may have missed the other two releases you did now get, get eight those. songs. Okay, yeah. that
1: makes sense to me. Thank you. Um, well, with that said, <laughs> that doesn't mean that I didn't like this project. I oh, so you liked it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't mind it. I I liked. I mean, it, it's no like. His previous, it's not nowhere near his previous project.
0: Um, ever was a mighty long
1: time. Yeah, there's there's it, that was just an immaculate project to me. Like, so beautiful. Um, still listen to Bury Me in Gold all the time. But um, this one I loved. I liked how it started. Energy was a, a great song to start it off with, especially because that original song that it's sampled off of is one of my favorite songs ever. Um, Jill Scott is a fucking goat. Um, she is It's, it's just She's. point blank period yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah I, I mean this this project started out Real nice with that song And then you go into learn from Texas You get to hear all the stuff that uh, You know he's learned from Texas Basically yeah, yeah. you know self explanatory title
0: I mean southern rap was pretty much born out of Texas
1: Right I mean rap a lot records all that stuff Yes But um Kind of boys um, and then, I don't know, like, I guess one of my, my favorite song is probably Energy just because I love the way that was flipped. Um, I think one of the ones that I didn't like was 100.
0: Oh, uh, oh. Uh, what do you have to say? No, I agree. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> fucking, it was, it was, I mean, uh, tedious. I get what he was doing there. Yeah. But like Drake and Game already had a song about it. I was keeping just gonna it say hunting, it's outdated. And it was way better. It was way it's better. Outdated. It was way better than this shit. One. Oh, 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 oh. It's oh, so oh. outdated. Keep it one. Uh, oh oh. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. No, nah, bro, that's lame. I'm sorry. I get it. I get it. I understand, crit. That yeah. That's song- I know what you're trying to do. The execution of that idea yes. didn't work for me. And out of like all the songs on that record, the beat had like no progression to it at all. Right. Like every other song on there, I think it was that one. And what was the other song? That What's had- the song
1: that that switches from? Glorious
0: didn't have a fucking beat change either. So like when you have two songs on a project that you're releasing that are just super surface, like here's the beat, here's the fucking lyrics. And it's gonna be the same for these three and a half minutes, and then like every other song you have, like builds and grows with it's the words, and it's, it's got dynamics. Yeah. Thank you. Those two songs are gonna stand out like a motherfucker to me. So I'm mm-hmm. sorry, 100 glorious. You're out of here.
2: I feel like we're so used to beat changes. I feel like we're gonna be well, like. But I think he qu-
1: qualified it correctly though. If you have a, every a, other
2: song yeah. on it. No, I mean I'm mean, fine that. if you don't have I, a beat I, yeah, change. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, As long as you're talking about some shit. But I, if you don't
2: yeah, You know what I mean? I get it, but I I think it says something about like what or we could be seeing Or it doesn't even need future. to be a like beat change. Everyone when it happens more and more often is like, how did you put out a single that doesn't have a beat change kind of thing. Well, just it's like cuz everyone else does I don't even think it, it
1: needs to be a beat change though. It, you need more variation dynamics was a good point. Yeah,
0: You know, like when the emotion of the song is at a lower level the beat needs to be a little bit pulled back, and then when the as the song grows in intensity, content-wise, the beat can also grow in content. You know, and, and so you need to have this production's overall production. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go to a good a good Broadway show, it's not just you know the songs. It's not just the music. It's the lighting. It's the acting. It's the, the costumes. Stage, yeah. Like it's just, it's everything. It's the production that goes into it. So, if you have a song that's on its surface level, just a beat you fucking downloaded off of YouTube, you're just gonna spit a 16 over it with a hook, okay, that's yeah. a song, you can do that. But I wanna hear like the progression, means, the build, mm-hmm. the. Yeah, you know? And that, but that also
1: means that what you're talking about needs to be just, has to, has to hold some weight. Yeah. And I think the 100 did not hold enough weight. Um, Glorious, I don't really remember that much. Um, it was boring, exactly. It was kind of the boring yeah. one. yeah. Um. But I mean, pick your, was pick yourself up. The one that has the beat change, with that sounds like the Too Short or Eight Ball yes. MGG. So that one I like that too. Um. So that one is is dope because like once he start like I I think it's actually a perfect example of what you just explained. Um. The emotion, pick yourself up. You have like, um. What is that like the Isley Brothers?
2: Between the sheets. Between the sheets. Yes. Um yes. sample,
1: right? So pick yourself up. It's a nice smooth sample. But then when you start getting into like So when you start getting into those things, that's when I think like that's where the beat change needs to be. And then he start he gets into his nice southern draw, like just talking his shit kind of shit. No punk, nigga.
0: It, no uh, punk uh, at the end. Yeah, no exactly. Punk don't so, bro, and be
1: it. when you yourself. get into all that shit, like, that's when it's, that's when it's Pick good. Yourself. Like, so that's a great example of Pick what yourself. he should have done with 100 and Glorious.
0: Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. But, like, that song, I I definitely have to say this because it was, you know, this is the Republican anthem, yo. Oh, God. Pick yourself up by a bootstraps. Stop fucking bitching. True. Get a job. True. About don't it. expect nobody to give you nothing Because nobody gives a fuck about you Pick your damn self up I, Don't expect the government to pay your bills Buy you and your kids food Pick yourself up and buy some buy some groceries On your own goddamn self Right Off your own back Right Lazy I mean, <laughs> <laughs> But but when you don't have
1: bootstraps, how am I supposed to pick it? A- it's not my problem. <laughs> well, not- pick yourself
0: up. Uh, <laughs> pick yourself up. Uh.
1: But I think what I mean, of course, it's it's not a Republican anthem per se. I think if he- I was a
0: Republican, I would bump this song all the time, and I would give but black people I- shit all the time. Like one of your own motherfuckers says, you should pick yourself up. So pick yourself up, Negro. I'd say that not. Directly like that,
2: but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Negro. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, about that. No, uh, but no, but I, but I think it's also when we say it to each other, pick yourself up, do what you need to do to get get yourself out of your situation, do whatever you can. You know what I mean? So, it's whatever. I don't know um, what you
0: mean.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yada um, What other ones were good?
0: I liked higher. Hire was good. You didn't like Higher, I
1: didn't?
0: Higher was the one you said that sounded to Kanye. Oh,
1: that's oh, true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And I, I, don't
0: I, I, I liked it in that about that song.
1: Liked it in that. <laughs> I thought I liked that one. I, maybe it's Look What I Got. I don't know. But um, yes, the one that sounds like Kanye. I am um, I just, I don't. It's like two carbon copy, copy con, Kanye. It's
0: it's the part where it's like found, got... Well, God. Mm-hmm. It's got that like Kanye but Jesus ad lib in the very background. Say it, you will. It's
1: so it's dope. very it's very and it's not a bad song. It's just that when I hear that I can't unhear what people have done before him and it's been done better than that. So that, that song wasn't horrible, but it wasn't bad or it wasn't good. It was just like I've heard this before, it's and it's not as good as what I've heard before. It's like somebody doing a bad cover. I don't know. That's it. All right. Um, Look yeah, I what I
0: to- got. I fucked with that yeah. shit.
1: Look what I got. Pretty
2: good. Four um, to three.
1: I mean, I, I thought that was a solid way to end the end the project, too.
2: Yeah. It was a real... I thought it was a great song.
1: hmm
0: Back then, they didn't want me. Now.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, anything else? Any other ideas or?
0: I mean, I said this the when we reviewed. I think the first set of songs we yeah. released, which is like now. I'm just amped for more big crit music. Mm-hmm. I just want to hear more. I the want more like
1: energy. I want more like the first three energy. Learn learn from Texas. Pick yourself up. Are just I think that is a great introduction. I also think that coming to the studio and listening to the, those songs here made the album better because before I came here it wasn't as good but we listened to the album right before we you hear the boom yeah hearing hearing something on some good speakers just makes everything better everything better alright well there's music that's the music portion yeah now let's go ahead and move into something different like what? like maybe let's talk about some things What's, that what are... you've
0: been doing for the last 30 days ha What's in your 30-day plan?
1: My 30-day plan? Well, first, I've I've been uh, cutting out carbs, beer, and um, sugar, artificial Uh, sugar.
0: That sounds terrible. I'm drinking a beer right now.
1: I know. I'm not drinking with you. I'm drinking water. But, you know, um, that's what I've been doing for the last 30 days. I've also been um, listening to Cardi B yell at the government about (laughs) what they've been doing for the last 30 days, which is shit.
0: Oh, you mean nothing?
1: Not a damn thing. Hmm. Talk about this goddamn shutdown. Huh. So Cardi B went on, on on Twitter or Instagram, one of the two. She went IG. on social media. No, IG. IG. Went on social media and was talking about how people can't they, they gotta go back to work because uh but they can't get paid.
2: Yeah, yeah. What I mean, eight hundred thousand people, right? Yep, eight hundred thousand.
1: Isn't there a word she used? It's called summonsy or something like. That. I don't know. I don't
2: know. Furlough? Cardi B just keeps like.
1: There's a word for it. Like you have to come back if you're a government employee. Furlough.
0: furlough? Pretty sure. Oh,
1: okay, cool. Furlough. Well, um, but yeah, you gotta go. They gotta go to work. And- essential,
0: essential government employees. Mm-hmm. Like air traffic controllers. Did y'all hear about the fucking gun that made it to Japan? No, it
2: went all the way to Japan? I heard about this gun that made it through the security check.
0: Made it to Japan. The person was trying to come back from Japan. And they, well, before they tried to come back from Japan, they realized they had their fucking gun in their bag, and they were like, oh, shit, I kind of like this gun. I want to be able to bring it back, so I should probably tell somebody. So they self-snitched and said, I accidentally forgot my gun in my bag, and I brought it in Japan, and now it's here with me. I want to bring him back to the States. How do I do that?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. TSA fucking up because they're not getting paid.
1: I mean, did you guys see the, the Daily fuck? Show thing? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> the Daily Show? This is the
0: only show I watch through the crate.
1: Oh, <laughs> you can't watch the show, though. Um, I watch
0: it live every Sunday. Mm.
1: I, 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 I can't with you right
0: now. I um, do watch it live.
1: Anyway, what I, what I was trying to say about... Um, The Daily Show. They did a like a whole thing. They were, it was um,
2: was it a, a little sketch? Roy Roy Woods. Roy,
1: yeah, Roy Woods and a, uh, fuck, the little light skinned dude that's on there too. He's got a Jabuki something like that. Oh is yeah, yeah yeah yeah.
2: Jabuki uh, white something.
1: Yeah, something like that. But anyway, they're both TSA employees and they're just letting <laughs> everybody come through. And they stop one person. And they, he goes, "Wait, hold up." is that a sandwich in your pocket? Let me get that. All right, you go. He got like a fucking RPG on the back of his back. Yeah. It's crazy. So, I mean, TSA workers are, are working and, you know, I gotta we got to fly in February. I'm a little afraid of that.
2: Um, nobody's checking for nothing. Honestly, um, one of the things is that uh, TSA workers are disproportion- disproportionately black. Mm. And I think that's part of why it's like easier for this administration to like, not pay them. They're like, but, you know, whatever. You, because there's, there's very strong feelings. Like, if you're not part of our base, if you didn't pay, like, why are we putting in any effort to you? That, mm-hmm. this, this was part of the same idea of, like, let's divert funds for Puerto Rico to, like, Texas and Florida. Mm-hmm. They voted for me.
0: So I, I, I feel like you're giving the administration way too much credit and mm-hmm. even thinking that deep into the issue because... What's gonna happen in a month is, I don't know about y'all. I just got my W twos from my job, so taxes are coming up, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, not only taxes, but uh, food stamps. The 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 part of the government that pays food stamps is currently out of money now too. So you know what's gonna happen next? Two big things are gonna happen. One, food stamps are gonna run out of money.
2: Uh huh.
0: So people who get food stamps aren't gonna be able to get them.
2: Yeah,
0: and. You can file your taxes, but you ain't getting that return check until motherfuckers are back to work. Who pays more taxes and who actually receives more food stamps in this country? Black people Black or people? white people? Black people. No, white no. There There are more white yeah, people. There's more white people in this country. That gets uh, They get food stamps. stamps and there's oh, okay. more white people in the country, so more of them pay taxes. Okay. So more of them will be wanting their fucking tax returns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So This administration is not even thinking the whole thing through. Because, as soon as those fucking checks aren't cashed, who's gonna be really mad? It's gonna be the black people, the white or people. is it gonna be all the white people in middle it's America? Gonna be
1: everybody, but yes, it's gonna be everybody. But white people are gonna—that's the voice they're gonna listen to, uh,
0: or not? Nah. I, I mean, I'm not saying he's gonna listen. So, what are but you, what, what are you pointing that out then for? I'm pointing that out saying there is no thought behind this saying. Oh, like it's because it's black people. He just—it's just okay.
2: Well. I mean, there's there's just there's no thought behind it like it's there there is something to that. actually, what I would say is he makes he makes decisions on a whim, right? But what happens after those decisions maybe that's when they start to consider things. So I think he was just like, oh, you know I need to I need to make the stands the stand and it was very clear like years before that he was willing to go and like, oh, I'm gonna shut down the government. this bullshit uh and i think that like after that he's like well i really don't care about all those people that are not getting paid because in his eyes like a lot of bureaucrats in washington and other people like tsa people he's the kind of person that was like i don't want to deal with those people because i have a private plane
0: so they've 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 already said that the shutdown has taken 0.5 off of GDP. Yeah, for the quarter. Yeah. The quarter Q1 0.5 is already gone. I think last quarter we were at two percent or 2.5 percent something like that. So he's already reduced the potential growth of the economy by a significant percentage by about about a quarter already. It's already gone mm-hmm. just from the shutdown. Yeah. So any argument he might have, and he being Trump, about how he's all about the economy and growing, creating jobs, blah blah, 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 Yeah. You literally just handicapped the whole this whole quarter already, just off top, without anything else. Um, and that's if it was to stop today, which is not. What are you day right. 30? Yes, yeah, day 30. Hey. So it's in all honesty, like fuck the politicians and all the bullshit. I feel for every fucking worker out there mm-hmm. who either doesn't have a job or is working for free. Because they got bills. I know I got bills. If I was to miss a paycheck right now, my bills would get paid, y'all. But you wouldn't see me. I'd be in my house eating fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Right. Not doing a damn thing because I could, didn't have any extra money to do anything. Right. Who the fuck can miss a paycheck?
1: Not a lot of people. Yeah. The I mean, majority of this country can't yeah, yeah, miss a paycheck.
0: Majority. Um. What, what is it? 40% of the country would be bankrupt if they had a $500 emergency or some shit like that. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. hmm
2: but, you know, we, when, a, when the leader was born rich, and he's always been rich, can you even understand that? They'll adjust. They'll make
0: adjustments. What adjustments are people going to make? Buying more shit on credit? You know what I mean? Like, maxing out their credit cards, and then sick, paying that interest off. Hundreds of dollars in interest for, like, the next year and a half, two years as they pay this shit off. For essentials, this is mm-hmm. bullshit.
1: Yeah, I mean, and there's also like the fact that, um, what else? I wanted to bring up something else, that, like how even during the uh, the shutdown, that the, <laughs> the the McDonald's and the Burger King and stuff for for the uh, for it's... the Clemson Tiger uh, or Clemson whatever, like they the were Tigers. supposed to the tigers
2: right i don't know I'm, i do not <laughs> it's with the, it's the the
1: high the the college football yeah. bowl they won and they were supposed to have dinner there and they got them all they got fast food yes fast food because there's nobody to fucking cook the meals at the white house and then there was also something like how um i guess fox news was uh, interviewing trump and asking Trump, like, hey, what's going on at the White House? Like, are you guys—I heard it's chaos at the White House. And <laughs> he goes, no, there's there's barely anybody here. There's no chaos. There's barely anybody here. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only person here. And it's just hilarious because if you think about that, that does mean that there's chaos at the White House. You need people there yeah. to run the fucking country because you're obviously not doing it on your own. There's no way that you would be able to do any of this on your own. So the fact that you're there by yourself is like, crazy. So it's just like yeah. he doesn't even understand like the what what's happening right now. So I think to your point, we are giving him too much credit for thinking about like how he's if he if there's any strategy to this. The only strategy is is his or the only reason for this is his ego.
0: He's a spoiled rich kid who's used to getting what he wants when he wants it. And if he doesn't, he'll get the next best thing. This is a country. Like, you're running a country, which is a congregation of hundreds of millions of people. Hundreds of millions of different ideas and beliefs. Mm -hmm. Languages. All coming together. You can't unilaterally do anything. You have to make concessions. Like you have to find some middle ground to make the majority of the people happy and he is just not about any of that. Right. Yeah. And that's why
1: we have Did you hear him say that like, "Oh, this is the, I'm pretty sure this is their favorite food." I just thought that was hilarious that he was putting on display that they had McDonald's, Burger King, Pizza Hut, all of his favorite foods <laughs> possibly <laughs> on display for this fucking dinner. And but they had somebody to light the candles.
0: So then I'm I'm <laughs> I'm gonna play devil's advocate here for one second when mm-hmm. it comes to this shit. Yeah. Um so those are student athletes, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So is it even legal for them to be getting a free meal from anyone based on them playing sports? Is that Ooh. could that be considered them like being like paid athletes? Like what if the coach wants to take him out to dinner? I've heard shit where this is a, oh again, we're going to some other shit yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. But like
2: this there's, there's, there's very specific. That's what you me, right? See, like like if you slaves. go to the White
0: House and get some fucking free food, is that a problem? I don't think I think, <laughs> I, think I don't think like, it's a
1: problem. I'm like if, if we were to if we were to use common sense sense, no, that's not a problem. But if we're trying to say
0: quote unquote legally. Well then maybe Trump was looking out for them. By getting a McDonald's, say, come on, you can't lock these kids up for they're just getting a fucking McDonald's burger. I like I gave them fucking a five like Japanese Wagyu or some shit.
2: It's not like he's trying to recruit them to play. I like, don't think.
0: <laughs> I don't think. I th- I don't think
1: the meal means or, or th- what the meal is or what the food is means
0: anything. I mean, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, up, your, I'm just saying. In your argument, you know like <laughs> motherfuckers always say these athletes or student athletes and they can't accept any money or anything so
2: you okay know. here's one thing that gets me about that the the government was shut down the white house said that trump personally paid for the food right
0: that's all he could afford
2: he's a billionaire no he's not
1: he can... that's he's a quote-unquote billionaire
2: he's not if he was not a billionaire that's why let's assume unquote. he has at least 10 million dollars it's
0: a stiff assessment.
2: This is the only. <laughs> this is the only college football team that won the national championship. Maybe that's one time that you're like, okay, I'm gonna pay for these guys to get a regular meal, because like even me, like I'll go to I'll go to Wendy's or something sometimes. But I like fuck Wendy's. They laid <laughs> out all the food and it was just sitting there. Yeah. Do you want to eat a burger that's been sitting there for like thirty minutes, hours? You know, like. I mean it's already like if, like if if we're talking about real fast food that that burger's been there
1: yeah before you even got it <laughs> but I, but that's all I'm saying i we're getting caught up on like the tiny details all I'm saying is that there's 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 shit going wrong right <laughs> and it's been 30 days of this bullshit and this motherfucker is gonna still keep doing this and still keep claiming that he again was doing this for the quote unquote economy and it'll, all- be
0: th- it'll, it'll be 33 days by the time you guys listen to this
1: Right, 33 days, right. Um, but it's 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 just it's it's <laughs> we had to count the days. <laughs> ben started counting them on his fingers. That's why I, why I paused. I but um, yeah, he said uh, one, two, three, yeah, three days. Yay. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, I mean it's 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 unfortunate um that we have to deal with this, but um, I mean, shout out to Canada. They send food over.
0: Send food for the <laughs> Canada's yeah. doing surgery for our lawmakers too, because you know they have the superior healthcare system. <laughs> anyway.
1: But you know, there it is. Shutdown still going. Hopefully it's gone. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully Probably we time can shut down least... this motherfucker, though, that we're about to talk about next. Uh R. Kelly. Oh my God. Yeah. So we got R. Kelly. So we haven't talked about it at all because the first episode of the season was an interview, and now we get to talk about this piece of shit. Um, did you guys watch the
2: documentary at all?
0: No, I've just been watching the news for the last fifteen years.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah. Like I, I don't have, <laughs> I can't watch it, and I haven't mm-hmm. watched it. But like, you know, I, I, being from Chicago, mm-hmm. like I've been hearing about the stuff for a long time, and I was right. like. Okay, I I actually was sitting back like, you know, this is a lot of the same stuff. But then I was hearing about the other things that came out and was like, oh man, this guy that I thought was bad is like even worse.
0: Yeah, he's a monster. Um, Yo, he- I've I've heard some stories from people who I can't say that I heard them from, but people who know like Chicago and mm-hmm. music industry back in the day, and it was it was never good. But it was this is, but good.
1: that's why I wanted to talk about this because it's not just R. Kelly. R. Kelly is a piece of shit. We know that, right? Um, we know that he, like, just to give like s- some of the highlights from the documentary, since we're trying to be um, current, I guess. Um, he, not even current, but just some of the things that was said. Um, they interviewed like his old manager, his old bodyguards, um,
0: his brother, his brother, yeah, because his brother was. Working with him for a while, and then he for fired. Time. He fired his brother because his brother had some shit to say.
1: Um, well, w- it depends on which brother you're talking about because there's two of them. Not the one that's locked up. Okay, make sure you're talking to the mic.
0: Not the one that's locked
1: up. Okay, because I've been trying to like move because both of you guys like positioned yourself to to look at each other you guys want to show each other where you touched each other on the doll.
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry, but anyway, oh my god, I know. where did R.
0: Kelly touch you?
1: Um, <laughs> fuck, this insensitive. All right, um, oh. he ain't never
0: touched me. I'm too old. Um,
1: same. Um, but yeah, so there's, it's just there's, there's, um, there's the whole fact that he married Aaliyah when she was 15.
0: Uh, court documents said she was 18.
1: Because the guy that. Um, was on the documentary, did say that he forged those papers.
0: Oh well, prove it.
1: And um, it.
0: in a court of law.
1: And then um, he paid. I guess the marriage got annulled, and they they only paid Aaliyah hundred dollars to keep it under wraps. That's I think some cheap. Dick. Aaliyah also had to um get an abortion. Um,
0: Jesus Christ, yeah. what?
1: Yeah. Um, there's also, I mean, there's all these women that were on the, the, there was a whole bunch of people that could have said something basically, a whole bunch of people. And there's like some, one girl like was on there, could have like said a lot of things, but didn't. And she was just torn up about it. But then again, she was young herself during that time. And, you know, when you're hanging around a lot of adults and all these adults are doing things, you're learning from them. So if they're not saying shit, you're not going to say shit. You assume that's
0: normal. You right. assume that's how it's supposed exactly. to
1: go. Go ahead and eat them chips, bro. <laughs> 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 Cedric has been trying to grab at these chips for the longest. <laughs> um, but then there's also the fact that there was the girl that that actually had sex with the p tape chick. Um, and... So there's also the issue of her being aware that Homegirl was 16 and she was probably like 17 or something like that at the time. She had sex with the girl as well. So there's just like there's So, so there many, was
0: lesbian sex as well?
1: It was a threesome.
0: Got it. With two so, teenagers? Yes. Jesus.
1: So I that's mean, what I'm saying. What, like you gotta what's watch. What's better than one teenager? So that's that's the thing, that there's a lot of detail in this in this document, doc uh in this series. Um, that hasn't really, I mean, that may have been, um, released before, but I guess not to this, actually, I don't think it has. I think to the detail that's from this one is new. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that there's, there's people like he even dressed up one of the girls and made one of the girls become a quote unquote tomboy. Like she was just like, got tattoos and like he cut all of her hair off, made her start wearing fitted hats and shit like that. Like, so he's been doing a lot of this shit for so long. He's become so good at this. And it's not just him. It's his whole team that he's been able to concoct this whole, like, fantasy playground for himself. It's crazy. Um, But it's not only him. I mean, we've had Elvis back in the day uh, be married or I think brought over somebody that was super young. I mean, we have fucking Woody Allen marrying his fucking stepchild. Drake. Drake, already, he's canceled because we already... Did we even talk about that?
0: Not in this room. We talked about it Not, on an unreleased podcast, but... We talked about him, t- uh, Drake talking... Communicating with the chick from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. And then he also... On
1: unreleased?
0: I
2: thought the, we released the, that. The Potslam one. The
0: Potslam. Oh, okay. And we didn't have a copy of. Okay. And then we also... So he talked to the chick from Stranger Things, and then he was also courting this, that other chick. The other chick who was a model while she was like 16, and then he finally took on her date like on her 18th birthday type shit.
1: Right. I mean, we also have Tyga doing shit with uh with Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. So I mean, even if you want to go up, she's Jay Z and Beyonce. That is a large fucking.
0: Well, hold on, hold on. Don't be hold on, bro. Because
2: I heard people. I heard hold on, bro. Same thing. There's a, there's big age difference. But There's a huge Cedric. age difference. How old were
1: they when they met?
0: I believe she was legal when they met initially. I
2: think she was early 20s when they met.
0: I believe she was legal when they met. And I don't don't quote me on that. Because I ain't said shit. But I'm I'm pretty sure the first song they did together, they were both legal. But it is interesting. It is interesting that you bring up a Jay Z. Considering Jay Z had nothing to say about R. Kelly. And they had several projects together, and the fact that they worked in the studio together, you know Jay Z knows some shit. You and know he does.
2: Jay Z doesn't even like R. Kelly. But none, after nobody all the was, shit that went down with their stuff,
1: mm-hmm. well, the, but the the interesting thing is that nobody was willing to say anything.
2: Yeah, like how the, scared everybody was to go on the record. Against on, him. on
1: record, on the on the docu- uh, on the documentary, nobody wanted to go do it. The only person that that did it was John Legend. And I thought that was very interesting. Like you're all for like you know the injustices against Black people, but I guess he doesn't want to tear down another Black man. That's a I don't give a fuck if you're Black, White, Mexican, Asian, Chinese, whatever the fuck. I am going to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and stand back while you are just being a piece of shit. R. Kelly is a piece of shit. He's been one for the longest. He needs to be taken down. And now he's off. He's been, his music's, he's been pulled from Sony. Is
0: that what Sony what's dropped him. Sony dropped him. Um, and here's something that people were talking a lot of shit about. Um, previously, before the docuseries, was Kendrick and Kendrick's camp being outspoken about Spotify taking down R. Kelly, and Mm XXXTentacion from their pre-selected playlist. Now, to be very clear about this, Kendrick and his camp were upset not about Spotify taking down the music completely, but it was from them taking them down from sponsored playlists, Um, them being R. Kelly and XXXTentacion because of their the allegations that have been floating around the two individuals.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll say one thing about that. Yeah, yeah. Because from what I've heard, it was top dog. And I think if we're, if we're like talking with people that are into hip hop, it's, it's important to make that distinction because everybody's saying like Kendrick, Kendrick did this. It's like, but But we can't say it's him. Who's in charge of top dog entertainment? Top dog. So,
1: so we can't say that, like, Kendrick said that.
2: that's It's not like saying... And that's what headlines Hey, you're, your boss... The headlines said that. But it's like so saying that's your boss... That's why headlines do that. ...went in and did exactly. something. It's so like, that's
1: why we probably should learn to differentiate it's from like those the guy headlines.
2: in charge of this stuff did Which is thing, why, we're clarifying like, why now. should I clarifying now. Why should I have to take the heat? Because the guy that's on top made a decision. It's like, I'm signing this contract. What am I going to do about this? You know? But, and so... But yeah, you know, to what you said, there was there was this thing. It was like, uh, I don't like this idea of the like censorship on people, right? That are rapping or doing music, whatever. And it was it was kind of a vague thing about that. It was like because even Spotify, they were like, well, these people seem problematic, and we're gonna do it and we're gonna push them off. And it was like, what what are your criteria? Like exactly. what is exactly. That's
0: that's the key point that the criteria I, I I have to say, while I'm not a fan of R. Kelly and I can be like, yo, fuck this nigga type shit. Unless you as an organization have a clear cut criteria, a clear cut program or 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 system and process in place that says these are our rules, this is what you get get on, this is what'll get you off. If that's not known ahead of time and it's public, Mm-hmm. And right. then people know if I do X, Y, and Z, I will get taken off. Then, then you shouldn't be just xing people off well, because I think that's... You, you, that opens the door to a whole different type of censorship that
1: mm-hmm.
0: could potentially be used unfairly.
1: Right, mm-hmm. um, and I th- I think that's probably why they spoke. I, I I'm assuming that's why they spoke out about it because if you don't have something laid down, like something super thought through, then this will open up the floodgates to something yeah um I think also it's 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 also speaking to like just um trying to put out Twitter fires and stuff like that you know you know what I mean like when people try and make things seem bigger than what they are online just because everyone's talking about it um and then you try and do something immediately just so that you can you know maintain your your stance yeah. I guess within that issue. You got to think these things through. Um, and I think Spotify jumped the gun on that, which is, I I, I agree that they shouldn't have taken down his music. There's, there has to be a different way to try and approach that. You can't just do that all willy-nilly just because everybody's complaining about it.
0: Yeah, uh, and, 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 and I feel like that was part of the change, I think, that happened with this documentary series, is that mm-hmm. after all this shit came out, people were saying, like, okay... Now this is why we're gonna cut ties. That's why Sony dropped him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that's why um, you've got people speaking out more about it now, right? Than they were before, because or you
1: got people listening to it is more than they were before.
0: I mean, because, yeah, like listening to his music, his fucking streaming numbers now, listen, went. I understand up that, like a but I think after the shit.
1: But I think it's also because people are listening. Like this is this. It's a different era. People are listening to those those the women that speak out a little bit more. Um, if, and I think that's kind of what I was trying to get at before when I was talking about like with the Elvises and everybody else is because this isn't something that's that's um, new to music in Hollywood. Like w- the the sexualization of our children has been something that has been prevalent in the music industry and in Hollywood. For the longest of times. I mean, if you look back all the way to, to the 50s, where you have all the little girls trying to be groupies, like, these, these women are, like, 15 years old. Uh, or these women, excuse me. These girls are 15 years old, lusting after these 20-plus musicians. I mean, look at the, the movie Almost almost Famous. Like, there's, it's a whole movie about it. You know what I mean? So... It's not something new, but it's something that we can change, and this is why I, I'm just going to segue into um, the Gillette ad. Like when we talk about men being men, men will be men, and um, like when we talk about men being men, like we're saying, like, oh, uh, they they can lust after women just because that's who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like because w- w- when we also talk about um, R. Kelly, sorry, I'm, I'm thinking this through. But when we also talk about R. Kelly, uh, we talk about how um, musicians and like they they have groupies. Um, they're all they're always going to have women coming after them, no matter what. Right? Women are just going to lust for these these luxurious men or these whatever.
0: You go to an R. So, Kelly concert, you're going to hear pee on me, pee on me. They're right. going to be yelling that shit.
1: Women are going to be yelling that shit. But I I also. Th- Think that we, have as society, have have been okay with men being players and women being hosts. The double standard that men will be men, and, and this 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 whole toxicity of of masculinity. masculinity. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, so when we when we talk about men being men, here we go. Cedric <laughs> trying to go for the chips again, but um. But yeah, so that's why I kind of wanted to segue into the into the Gillette ad because Gillette had an ad um, that addressed this. It addressed how how men say boys will be boys and how you know throughout American culture we have been okay with being grabby towards women or or speaking for women or doing things. Um, being bullied or or yeah. not, don't cry because that's not me- you're not a man. Men don't cry. I never cry. Like you know what I mean. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for trying to just ruin the momentum of my conversation here. Um, but but yeah, so it's, I don't know. What do you What did you guys think about the the I, the the ad? The ad yeah. What did it made make? What did it make you feel? It, as it, men,
2: like, it seemed rather simple. I heard I heard Buzzbot and then I just watched it myself and I was like. Okay, because it, the the main theme is like we, there's been, there's been a history of, you know, bad behavior by men and we've, we see more about it in the news as things get reported and it's like, you know what, let's rise above that. Let's be the best man possible. Let's like not turn a blind eye or make excuses for bad behavior. Let's be proactive and encourage, you know, people to be, men to be better. Right. And it seemed pretty simple to me, and, and there was a huge backlash.
1: Well, I feel like it's not that big. I think we we make things bigger than they need to be. I think that's kind of a theme of, of what this is. Um, like, through the, through the shutdown about this wall, you're making things bigger than they need to be. It's not about the wall. It's about border security. You want to make it about the wall. We can't do the wall, but we can do something about border security. Like you stop making it about this this physical thing that you want because that's going to make your ego something, mm-hmm. and not not everybody is talking about the wall. Everyone wants border security, but do you focus on this small thing, and that's another thing that's happening here. Everyone's focusing. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Damn, what was it?
2: Uh, Everyone's
0: I- focusing on what men being disrespectful or men being. Look. Traditionally, men and, and no, is, is it I wasn't. I wasn't going to go that thought way. Thought of men. Or? Well, here,
2: here's what I, I was think going... about. because you you were talking. Well, I said that there was like a backlash. For example, yeah, and and that was one, going towards that backlash. When part of one one of the things that I see over and over again is like small, like there are certain things that are not very popular, but you know you get a big enough population and you'll have a lot of people against something. For example, like this Gillette ad. And people were talking about numbers, it's like, oh, there's like a, like hundreds of thousands of people that disliked it. It's like, you know what? It's a big country. There are a lot of shitty people that will dislike this, like, off, you know,
1: the ad, yeah, yeah, just just off 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 the rip. They're gonna dislike it because it's an attack on men and masculinity, and it's it's coming from a s- small audience though, a small number of people that were giving a, such a huge microphone. Yeah, to. they're
2: just like. I cannot stand the idea of being held accountable even a little bit. I'm gonna be very vocal, and that's right. one of those things we encounter is like, you know what? You may have a hundred people like any any sort of medium. You may have a hundred people to consume whatever you you do, but there's gonna be a small, very vocal minority that 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 is more intent on being heard. So imagine that you do you do something and you put out a little video and you're like, hey, We should not be terrible. There's one person that is so intent on getting free reign to do whatever they want, they're going to be vocal and come back at you. And it's weird because you have all these people that consumed it and they just walk away from it, not even engage you one way or the other. But there's a very small, you know, vocal group that Mm -hmm. must let you know about how mad they are that you said something very reasonable.
0: Mm-hmm. No, for sure. I mean, watching that the the ad, I wouldn't like it or dislike it. I would just watch it. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Um, but I feel like part of these things happen just as a generational thing. I mean, if you go back 60 years, you know, like women weren't working. And a woman having a job was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. A woman wants to work? And it's like post-World War II. It's like, well, hell yeah, she's got to work. Like... That's just kind of how it is. And so things change generationally. And so this, to me, is just one of those things that are changing. Mm -hmm. Like the concept of what being a man and being manly is. It's changing. And it's been changing for a while. And for people who are super conservative, who are super old school, who are still stuck in the past, any type of change is going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. It's going to be you having to put a little bit of yourself and, and tuck that in your back pocket and and keep that to yourself and not get, share it with anyone else because if you do, you're gonna be looked at as a weirdo because mm-hmm. you now still believe that like being gay is bad and this is just just an example not yeah, saying like right. specifically that just an example yeah. like oh my god.
1: Fucking like hate the people that. Have, it's like the no. people that would would dislike this ad are the people that would say that. Yes. Right. I get and you. And so,
0: you know, and so that mentality, while back in the day, would get you a standing ovation amongst the average person. Now yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't. The
1: average person does not agree now with doesn't. that. It doesn't. Now the average right. person
0: doesn't agree with that. So now you used to have this popular opinion that was hate-filled, that mm-hmm. is no longer popular. Now you're in a minority. Mm-hmm and you used to be a majority and now you feel threatened.
2: Yeah. Right. And but I I think that that's a good example and that's that's actually part of what I think the Gillette ad is going for. It's like right. that's an example of a ty- a thing that's changed over time and it's like, you know what? We need to move past all sorts of other things because there are other cases where you yeah. will you can get a crowd behind you behind something that you're technically not right about. And uh we we had a little talk about um this these uh, make America great again kids that came from this Catholic high school. They were down in down D.C. for this March for Lives, yeah. and there's video about this this kid that's up there, just like being with a smug look against this Native American that's just like beating the drum. Like he's just mm-hmm. out there with this Indigenous people walk, and all these kids are up there. This is just a bunch of high school boys that are cheering about like being disrespectful in the face of. This Native American. Mm-hmm. It's like, and they're yelling, build the wall and whatever. And this is the same idea. It's like, you're you're wrong, but like everybody's just like, well, everyone else is doing it. I'm gonna join in. And it's there's so clear parallels between this and the concepts in that Gillette ad. Yeah. Because Gillette is basically saying, you know what's right. Stand up and tell the person that's leading this. You're wrong. We should not be doing this. Exactly. But the problem is for so long, we were
0: justifying the you're wrong part with, like they said in the commercial, that's just what guys do. Yeah, yeah. That's just being a dude or, but that's not okay.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems like the majority of people are starting to um, become self-aware or just because we have ads like this. We have um, we have the Nike ads with Kaepernick, mm-hmm. so it seems like society is willing to, and we have the Me Too movement, we have, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, like, we, it seems like society is moving, of course, in a direction, a very progressive direction of becoming self-aware, becoming aware of what you do to self as well as what people do to others, and trying to make sure that you are reflecting on those things, analyzing those things. Mm-hmm. And that's why we come up, and that's why we get these Gillette ads, these Nike ads, these movements, etc., um which is why i i really am interested to see what you guys are thinking in regards to the activism that's here um are we okay with these brands and the, um using the the activism as marketing i think yeah. that's a good question to ask our viewers
2: yeah i uh- and like personally I think that it's a kind of a hard thing to know exactly where these brands are coming from mm-hmm. because if you say something like the Kaepernick thing you're like well big uh, is Nike's is Nike a billion dollar company
0: th- for sure yeah
2: okay so like you know huge corporation multinational whatever and you're like well you know what do they really care about Kaepernick and his stand or whatever like but you don't really know the background because they're just possibly a black, Person or even just somebody f- feels strongly about like injustice in society, and they're 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 working in this marketing department. And like, hey, I actually feel a way about this, and they actually you know get listened to, and this ad campaign works. You know, moves forward, and they feel good about it. And then they hear things like, "Well, it's just a big corporation doing whatever." And it's like, I'm working there. And I was like actually right. trying to make a change. I was actually right. trying to make a stand.
0: But that's one of those things when it comes down to the economic structure of our country, which is capitalism, right? Mm-hmm. So there are times when a broke clock, what do they say? A broke clock is right twice a day. Sure, yeah. You know, capitalism is right sometimes. Yeah. Um, I personally feel like it's a broken system at its core, um, but there's instances where, you know, you get this whole Tocqueville thing of like the the um, majority Can become a tyranny where, or it can be a a good thing where you have the majority of people who actually have dollars who are controlling the system, who can then push the system into a positive direction. And I feel like that's kind of what happened with Nike. The majority of people felt like, felt solidarity with Kaepernick and with the Black Lives Matter movement. So they were like, all right, right now, finger on the pulse, this is what's hot, this is what people are feeling right now. We're gonna take a calculation here. And take a bet that says if we step out on this issue, it we'll get a return on our money for it. Mm-hmm. And in that instance, capitalism worked. Like the majority of people were on their side. Now, for how many decades previous to that was was capitalism against us?
2: Yeah, in this right. room, yeah. right?
0: Like there were there's more of them than there is of us, and that's that's where the tyranny part comes in. Right, <laughs> and so. Um, Broke clock is right twice a day. In that instance, capitalism worked. And we need to really, I, I feel like, flex our capitalist muscles more and have more unity. And like, yo, this brand, what was it? Uh, uh, H&M had that, had that. Oh, yeah. Had that. Uh, the little black boy. L- little with, black boy. With, that said something the, about
1: the monkey on the shirt. But Greatest yeah. monkey in the. In the jungle or something yeah, like that. Yeah, some like shit that. like
0: that you know what? Every black person should stop going to H&M and I bet you they'll change their act but we can't get that kind of unity but that well, I
1: mean it did happen for a little bit that's the power they-
0: of capitalism when it's used right the potential power of it
1: exactly I think that's why people like Killer Mike all the time it says bank black yes Um. you know buy black yes. all that other things. support your community the way other communities support themselves as yes. well um, but yeah I think that's a good question that we should um have our pose our question uh, pose to our listeners Um, if you guys have any thoughts on this let us know Um, we'll probably do a video after this or should we elaborate more on it right now
2: just like let us know how you feel about uh, these companies commenting on movements Mm -hmm. you know because it's
1: also like in in one instance Nike is also because that's the culture that's the hip hop culture right Gillette, not so much.
0: Gillette, yeah, that's kind of random. If It was a Pepsi commercial. I'd be like, "All right, Pepsi's been doing this shit for decades,
1: right?" <laughs> but Gillette, that's it seems genuine coming from that because like we have seen like their previous commercials be the best man or like the, the best, best man, the man can man be. Um, we've seen like different types of w- commercials like that, and this is the one that I don't know. Like this one stands out so it's much like, more.
0: Y'all just make razor blades, like.
1: But, the, but, but then again, that's why I'm posing the question, like the activism. Who, who was thinking about Gillette before, before this in regards to anything, to be honest? How many
0: black people use Gillette? Let's, I mean, that's a question.
2: I don't know. That, exactly. It's, I don't it's, know. It's a question. I don't really exactly. know. I don't but, have uh, the answers. To <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cuffie, man.
1: All right. Well, I don't know. I thought that was, that's a good question. We'll leave you guys with that. Um, and then hopefully you guys listen And next week we'll we'll answer some of your comments Or maybe we'll do it via Instagram Or Twitter, social media, something like that But at the moment, y'all We just need a little bit of energy from y'all We just need y'all to to share that energy with us And answer that question um, You can hit us up on all social media platforms uh, At Through the Crate Hit us up online Me. Um,
0: the And if energy. you guys are in the Chicagoland area, next few me. months we will be hosting a live, me, live, live in direct,
1: live in person, 100th in the flood
0: episode if you me, 100. For y'all. Yes, and 100th, so 100th episode. What we need from y'all, drop us a line on Instagram. Uh, the website, Twitter, anywhere, Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, whatever. What's your favorite moment from the podcast? Let us know, and you could enter a raffle. You could win some shit.
1: Yes. Who knows? We're planning our our hundredth right now. We we have surprises for y'all. We'll, we'll let those go a little bit closer towards the uh, the date. But yeah, we definitely want to know what your best mo- our best moments of the podcast have been. Uh, submit all the, those um to us via the the road or the glow. you know what I want to say probably via this website because we need to know certain so close, things we'll we'll put something up on uh social media letting you guys know exactly how to submit it so it up, it start up, thinking about those um we love energy. y'all and we out this books
0: energy deuces world is killing me light it up, light it up. if you feel in my feet light it up what they want, this is what they need, this what we on, took it worldwide and brought it back home, turned it on, never been scared, always prepared, taking you there, you need to be here.